save big money at Menards. Let the fresh air in and keep the bugs out with replacement screen for your doors and windows from AdForce. It's easy to install, durable against the elements, and comes in a variety of types to suit your needs. Repair your screens today with a roll of replacement screen on sale through May 5th. And check out more great deals happening now in our weekly flyer on Menards.com. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Hey everyone, welcome back to my podcast. I am so excited for today's episode. I really just wanted to make a part two to the podcast I had made this past weekend. So this is a part two to the podcast that's entitled Divine Masculine Men versus Mature Masculine Men, Divine Unions versus Healthy Relationships, and First Stage Polarity versus Third Stage Polarity. After I took this episode and I made this episode, I was writing the longest show notes I had ever written in the little description because there's so many nuances to what I was talking about, right? So all of the in-betweens, all of the nuances between these, these aspects, there's just so many and they really excite me and I wanted to talk more about them. Something right off the bat that I wanted to discuss was this other form of relationship, which is an in-between, in-between healthy relationships and in-between divine unions, there's something called conscious relationships. And in the healing or spiritual community, but really in the healing community, there is this term in this relationship called the conscious relationship, right? People want conscious relationships. And another aspect that I talked about in the show notes last for last episode, but that I wanted to talk about in actual in an actual episode was that as you move through different layers of relationships, and as I said, all of them are equal, all of them are amazing. It's not one is above the other. They're just different types and layers of relationship dynamics. And they resonate with certain people because certain people are built for those type of relationships, right? And so all the relationship dynamics I talked about in the last episode are all healing, right? There's ways, the only one that there could be a way to have a not healing way about that would be first stage polarity that the way that I was discussing it wasn't a way that actually is healing for the individuals right so if you don't know what I'm talking about first before you listen to this episode go listen to the episode right prior to this which is called divine masculine men versus mature masculine men divine unions versus healthy relationships and first stage polarity versus third stage polarity so everything I discussed in that episode all of those relationship dynamics are deeply healing and deeply healthy they're going to be the healing and levels of 
transmutation that that union needs, that partnership needs, if that's what they're called to, right? Now, the only one, as I was saying, that could be unhealthy or could be toxic is the first stage polarity. But the way that I was discussing it was when it's in a deeply healthy and healing way. I'll give an example. So in first stage polarity, if the the relationship is healthy. So if the relationship is a healthy relationship and the individuals are desiring to enact and and you know enact a first stage polarity relationship in a healthy manner, that can look like and I have a couple of friends that have relationships like this, so I'm kind of just going to use a a dynamic that one of my friends has, right? So one of my friends, they have a relationship where it's very very based on deepening polarity in more of a gender roles or materialistic type of way so this could be he is providing everything and making her feel so in her feminine because he is consistently penetrating her whether that is physically but usually emotionally or with materialistic objects he is making her feel very safe physically right and so therefore she is going to be more in her surrendered state she's very focused on being in her light feminine and this does not mean that she's in the full expression of her feminine right there's just one aspect of it so she's very focused on being in the light feminine in the soft surrendering and light feminine right and so this is just one aspect of the feminine and that is the polarity that the two of them create now A lot of times these relationships are not actually that deeply focused on love, right? And so that's what I was talking about in third stage polarity is focusing actually on the deepening of love itself. But a lot of people aren't really interested in that, right? And that's fine. That that works for them, right? What they are interested in is a safety. And as we talked about in the first episode, first stage polarity is asking, what do I need, right? Which is coined by uh, my teacher. Her name is Mina and through her Instagram is way of devotion, right? And so that aspect of polarity is asking, what do I need? And it's coming from a more self-centered view, but you're able from this space, some individuals, if that's what they're built for, are able to build very beautiful relationships from this dynamic. Now, on the flip side of this, some people form very toxic and abusive relationships from this dynamic. We can think of the 1950s housewife as a perfect example of first stage polarity going extremely wrong because first of all, women were forced into this polarity dynamic and it was a a an emblem of subservience and servitude and slavery in a way, right? There's this enslavement of another being, right? Where they are being forced to act in these certain ways. They have no agency. They cannot open up a bank account. They cannot have any form of agency in this type of dynamic, right? And so that's a really good, a really good example. And so this type of dynamic is the unhealthy, the toxic, the abusive dynamic of first stage polarity. And it takes a lot of intention to actually create a healthy dynamic from first stage polarity. And there are also, there are many teachers online that can show you if this is something you're interested in, how to create a really healthy dynamic of first stage polarity. And so usually when you are coming in a healthy way to first stage polarity, the individuals, I you know, I know women and stuff. And so women feel very safe, very cared for. Their heart feels safe to open. They feel emotionally safe to open. It's very healing because 
women are generally hurt and harmed in society and when a man is actually making you feel safe he's committed to you he's committed to your family he's committed to making you happy and to making you feel loved and you're committed to making him feel loved and you're committed to making him happy and there's this deep mutual respect there based on this first stage polarity this can be very healing for individuals right and and so that's what they're built for and that is very deeply healing to their heart right so that is first stage polarity now there's second stage and third stage polarity i'm not going to explain them because if you want to know what they are just go back to the episode i dropped right before this but what i wanted to discuss is that As you go in the different stages of polarity and as you begin to dance within them and as you begin to master them, every level that you go up um, within these stages, you are then able to dance between them, right? So if I'm in third stage polarity, that means that I'm able to move in first stage polarity and second stage polarity based on whatever mood I'm in, whatever mood my partner is in, the way we desire to enact it and to enact a dynamic in that moment, we're able to dance between these different levels of polarity. Now, if I'm in second stage polarity and I'm not anywhere close to third stage polarity and I have not mastered third stage polarity and me and my partner are not intentionally creating third stage polarity, then I'm in second stage polarity and then I can go back down to first as well and we can enact from that type of dynamic, right? So as you move throughout the levels, then you can go back and dance between them. It does not mean that if you're in third stage polarity, you don't have aspects of first stage polarity or that you cannot go down and create them, for example, for a erotic evening with you and your beloved, right? If you want to move into first stage polarity for a certain sexual dynamic that you desire to bring into your union for a night, you can go to first stage polarity and create that, right? Or you can be in uh, third stage polarity in a sexual act the next night, right? So it doesn't confine you to that dynamic or to that polarity, right? So if you are in a different level of polarity, you can go down to the others that are that are rites of passage into that po- that next polarity, right? So the second stage polarity is a rites of passage into the third. You absolutely cannot be in third stage polarity if you have not mastered second stage polarity. And you cannot be in in third stage polarity if you have only mastered first stage polarity, right? You cannot dance between the polarities that you have not yet experienced yourself, that you have not yet mastered yourself. So if you are have only been in first stage polarity, you cannot yet be in second stage polarity, right? Or you cannot yet be in third stage polarity, but your next step is working on second stage polarity should you desire. A lot of people don't desire to move to second stage polarity and that's their own cup and their own, you know, desires and what they're built for and they experience their healthy relationship within first stage polarity. Again, I am only speaking on healthy relationships. So all of what I'm talking about is within the framework of healthy relationships. Now, this also has to do with divine. what I spoke about, which is divine unions and healthy relationships. You cannot be in a divine union if you are not in a healthy relationship as a baseline. So to be in a divine union, you have to go through the, the rites of passage of creating a baseline of a healthy relationship. Divine unions are not chosen necessarily by you. Uh, they're chosen by God. And so your relationship is innately a divine union, but to actually be in its full potential and power as a divine union, you absolutely have to move into healthy, creating a healthy relationship first. And if you do not, you do not have a divine union. 
So to be in a divine union, you have to have created a healthy relationship. So notice how these different stages are dependent on the mastery of the one that came before it. And if you have not mastered that one, you cannot move into the next one. Now, I wanted to talk within that that dynamic right there with the divine unions versus healthy relationships. As I mentioned in the beginning of the episode, there is a middle there where there is something called a conscious relationship. And so what is this, right? This is a relationship where there is actually a level of spirituality within it, right? And so it's not a divine union, but it's not a healthy relationship devoid of spirituality at all. It's a relationship where two people are coming together and they are both conscious. They are both aware of their patterns, of their struggles, of their traumas. They are both deeply emotionally intelligent. This is a akin to second stage polarity, right? So this would kind of be where that one um, would fall if you're trying to make it a parallel. It's not parallel, but if you wanted to kind of see, oh, where does this fall? This would naturally kind of fall within the second stage polarity. And so conscious relationships are a couple. It can even be, you know, you and your friend, right? So me and my and my friend are creating a conscious relationship. So two people who are conscious of their patterns, of their habits, of their shadows, of their wombs, wounds and also wombs <laughs> and have done the deep spiritual and emotional and healing work that needs to be done. Now they're coming together and they're like, I don't want to live in these old patterns I don't want to, you know, kind of create a relationship from my abandonment wounds. I don't want to create a dynamic from, you know, feeling like a a princess or you feeling like a prince. Like I want to be a queen and you want to be a king. Like let's really come into our mature, um, really, really kind of cultured womanhood and manhood together right and of course it doesn't have to be a woman and a and a man it can be a woman and a woman it can be a man and a man it can be anyone and anyone right and I'm actually going to make I think maybe my next podcast that's will obviously drop this weekend as my podcast drops every Saturday at 12 um, I might make it on LGBTQ dynamics within feminine and masculine polarities because uh, that's a really requested episode but conscious relationships are that another aspect of a relationship dynamic right so there's not there's healthy relationships as we talked about in the first episode on this which are not necessarily spiritual at all they're just two healthy individuals who desire to create a healthy relationship and it's a a healthy relationship right both are happy they both feel content and the relationship is healthy and you know both people are meeting one another's needs and there's no toxicity going on there's authenticity there's like really a fullness and you know both individuals are embracing one another in their authenticity and it's a good and healthy relationship now another level another experience of a relationship would be the divine union which is what we talked about which is very very rare and and very um a very a very rare relationship archetype Um, now and in between of that which is becoming more common which is the best thing ever which is what we want to see which is part of you know my purpose here is kind of bringing more people just into consciousness by the in them in their own selves but also within relationships right so conscious relationships are another aspect of what is blooming and what is an in-between between this healthy relationship and a divine union right so there's two individuals or you know five individuals who are in a friendship or something like that two individuals but I'm talking about you know relationship dynamics so two individuals who are 
deeply committed to doing the shadow work together to creating a beautiful union and it's also rooted in some level of spirituality and god and there is a desire to create a deeper level of consciousness between them there's a desire to really uh, extinguish their past limiting beliefs there's a desire to face their shadows together versus in a healthy relationship it just not it might not be that's not what the two individuals desire they might not have any concept of shadow work or of god or of consciousness right they just might be two healthy individuals creating a healthy relationship and they're just happy and content with that right now with the conscious relationship there's that but then there's also this this deep level of spirituality and this desire to kind of ascend together and create a a deeper a deeper union that is more centered in the core of love right and is more healing than just the the healthy relationship which might be healing because it's not harming you anymore right like if you've experienced a lot of trauma with men or a lot of trauma with relationships now the healthy relationship is going to be really healing for somebody because it's it's healing right it's not hurtful it's not painful you're just being loved it's soft it's it's loving right it's more of this kind of soft relationship where wow i can kind of relax and i finally feel safe right now the the conscious relationship is obviously a healthy relationship because of course it has to have that as we were talking about as you go to another level you have to have gone through that rites of passage and created that that level prior right so the conscious relationship has that but then it's also okay we not only just want to feel safe with one another now we really want to actually heal together like we want to create this level of healing I think that's the biggest difference between the conscious relationship versus the healthy relationship the healthy relationship is saying I want to experience safety I want to feel like we're in a healthy relationship. I want to relax. I want to feel soft. I want to feel surrendering. And I want to create this level of just safety between the two of us. And and most times that's like wonderful for, for all parties involved, right? And so sometimes people say, okay, we have that. Now I want to like heal together. I want to like face one another's shadows. I want to do the work together. I want to devote to one another. I want to have this aspect of spirituality within our relationship. And this is a really beautiful aspect of a relationship as well. So this is a different relationship dynamic. And so the point of, you know, me making this episode was that there's so many different nuances, right? And there's so many different when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. 
Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Are, you know, archetypes of relationships. And I wanted to touch on this because it was kind of on my mind because we see more conscious relationships emerging and it is so wonderful. And I'm coaching a few girls and and seeing them be in conscious relationships and kind of being able to bring people deeper into this conscious relationship, right? So that is what is really the the difference between the healthy relationship and the conscious relationship. Keep in mind, like I said, to have a conscious relationship, you have to have a healthy relationship. To have a divine union, which you cannot choose. Um, However, to be in that divine union, to bring it to maturity, you have to have a healthy relationship. You have to have a conscious relationship and then you have the divine union on top of that, right? So we, these are kind of the different aspects of relationships. I'm sure there are others, but these are the three that I am familiar with. And I think they're really, really important to, to talk about, right? And we see this rise of the conscious relationship, right? And, and for, I would, I would suggest that the divine union isn't even really necessarily focused on, um, it's not really even necessary really in this conversation, right? It's more the conscious relationship is what our society is really deeply needing, which is in its essence, a divine union, right? It is a union that is divine and healing and safe, right? So the conscious relationship is is really, really healing and transformative to our society. So the healthy relationship is as well. All of them are, are deeply transforming because the more people are experiencing deep levels of safety at its core, the more we are going to progress as a society. Now, another aspect I wanted to touch upon was that there are different layers to embodiment within the divine masculine, right? So one of the things I was talking about in the podcast prior to this was the different archetypes of the divine masculine man versus the mature masculine man, right? Which they're they're different. And so a lot of times, actually, women who are in their divine feminine, they desire a mature masculine man. They don't desire a divine masculine man. A lot of times, some divine feminine women do actually desire divine masculine men. But a lot of times, divine feminine women are really looking for mature masculine men I saw this post on Instagram and I was like wow that's so true and the, you know this girl she was posting her Instagram I believe is called a womb root which is w-o-m-b-r-o-o-t um, but she was talking about how you know if you want to find this amazing healing like healthy man he probably isn't going to be in you know India worshiping as a monk or he's not going to be really in these spiritual circles, he might be a baker, right? And he might be a really mature masculine man who is going to be so healing for you. But, you know, you might, if if you're a divine feminine woman and you're looking for this, or even if you're not really in your divine feminine and you're looking for a mature masculine man because you are a mature feminine woman, 
he doesn't have to be this deeply spiritual person, right? And so I was just, you know, seeing that post and I was like, wow, that's so true that I, you know, the men that I have known that are, even I think of my brother, right? My little brother who I literally raised to be a mature masculine man. So shout out to him. Um, but with my little brother, right? There's no aspect of spirituality. There's no aspect of God, but there's a deep maturity, right? And so if I think of some aspects about my brother, he's able to hold the different waves of the feminine. He is able to sit with the the emotions and the chaos of the feminine. He is not grossed out by periods or by menstruation of women. He is able to really listen and express his emotions. He's able to talk about the patriarchy and about injustice in general, about social injustice. He is not um, kind of confined to these patriarchal ideas of a man where he is able to actually express his, you know, heart and his emotions and how he's feeling. Um, And so my brother, for me, right, as a friend, as a sibling, he's really safe as a mature masculine man, right? My brother is turning 20 in a few days in November. And so I guess not in a few days, in a couple months, but in November, right? So, but, right, that he's probably not going to be in a freaking, you know, temple worshiping God, right? Because that's not his expression, right? So he would be classified as a mature masculine man. And so I was talking in my episode prior about how there is this kind of confusion and I experienced this with a lot of women where women are saying, where do I find divine masculine men? Where do I find? And I'm like, wait, you don't want that. You don't want a divine masculine man. You don't actually, you don't even believe in God. Like you don't give a damn about divine masculine man. What you want is a mature masculine man. And there's a very big difference, right? And so women want a lot of women who are not in their divine feminine, right? They're in their mature womanhood or their whatever they are. They want a man that makes them feel deeply safe, just like my brother, right? A man who is not patriarchal, who's not misogynistic, who can talk about injustice, who can hold the waves of the feminine, who wants, he's, you know, really wants a wife and a family, and he, you know, wants to provide for a woman. He has a provider mindset, like just a really great guy overall, right? He's vegan, you know, he's he's a catch, right? So he's a, a sorry, not a divine masculine man, a mature masculine man, and a lot of women really crave that. But then what they're claiming and they're saying is I want a ma- I want a divine masculine man right now what I wanted I wanted a divine masculine man so when I was looking for my man I was aware of the fact that I a mature masculine man was not going to fill my cup a mature masculine man would not fill my cup and you have to know what your cup is built for right my cup was built for a holy man a divine masculine man, a a chosen man, an anointed man, right? My my cup was built for my my partner Jeremiah. It was literally built for him, right? I was built. I am literally built. I am a vessel for him. I am built for him. And so my cup would not be filled by a mature masculine man, right? Now, remember again that to be a divine masculine man, you have to be a mature masculine man, right? You cannot go into the divine masculinity without being in your mature masculine. However, there are different stages of embodiment within these archetypes, right? So I 
was built, or let's say Jeremiah, right, was built to be a holy man or a divine masculine man, which are different things, but I'll just call him a divine masculine man in this, in this instance, right? So he was built to be a divine masculine man. He was also, of course, built to be a mature masculine man because to be a divine masculine man, you have to be a mature masculine man, right? The same way to be a a divine feminine woman in the full spectrum of divine femininity, not just one aspect of it, which is soft and receiving the full spectrum of divine femininity, you must be also a mature feminine woman as well, right? So for my man to be a divine masculine man, he has to be mature as well. Now, There are stages in a human's life where they're coming into maturity even of their divinity, right? I'm maturing into my divinity. I'm still maturing into my divinity. I will continually for the rest of my life be maturing into my divinity. So there are different aspects of maturation into that divinity. My point of saying that is to be able to see a man once you trust yourself Once you have created a deep level of baseline safety in your body and you have re-regulated your nervous system, you trust yourself deeply, which is what I do in my one-on-one coaching, which if you would like to do coaching with me, the link will be in in the show notes here. And I am currently boarding and getting girls on for December because that's my next opening. So book your introduction call with me, which are free through my website. And then you can come on in December and be coached by me in the three-month program that I have. Now, Once you trust yourself, you can discern if a man is safe or if he is not, right? Sure, he can lie to you all he wants, but you are able to discern if he is safe or if he is not. That is true. If you trust yourself, that is true. Now, based on that, you are able to see what that man is, what he is in his essence, That does not mean that you are going to make excuses for a man who is not shit and see his potential. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that you're able to see his level of what he is built for and his current level of embodiment. Now, his current level of embodiment always has to be absolutely enough for you or else you should not be with that man. If you were like, this man, you know, I see his heart, but he has to change to do this. Now Now you're just being codependent and you're actually in your wounded feminine. What I'm talking about is different. I'm talking about seeing a man and saying, oh, this is a divine masculine man. This is a divine masculine man. He's showing up as a divine masculine man. I love the way he's showing up. I love the way he's doing this. I love the way he's doing that. I deeply respect him. And then seeing, okay, now we can, as a partnership, grow together into maturing these aspects. My point of saying that is that, especially in relationships, you will come into maturation together. Now, individuals can mature as much as they possibly can on their own. And I was talking about this in a podcast I did on a podcast called For the Girls the other day. And so I was talking about how individually, should you desire a divine masculine man, this doesn't go for a mature masculine man, but individually for a divine masculine man, you absolutely have to go as far as you can on your own and be honest Have I done all of the healing work that I absolutely can on my own? Have I become so sovereign as a woman on my own? Have I deeply healed my wounds on my own? Have I really connected with God and myself on my own? 
Am I so comfortable being with myself for the next 50 years? Have I done enough work on myself that I could be on my own for the next 50 years and be completely filled up and completely joyous? Right? So that that looks like the level that we want to get to if we're coming into our divine feminine, right? And if we desire, desire a divine masculine man. Now, from that space, from that space of going as far as you can on your own, the man as well will have gone as far as he can on his own, right? So he is an amazing man. If he's a divine masculine man we're talking about, he's an amazing man. He's gone as far as he can on his own. He's so excited. He's so wonderful. He's deeply healing as he is. He's deeply healing as he is. He is not patriarchal. He has gone to the depths of God on his own. He has become a sovereign man. He has sexual discipline, blah, blah, blah. He's a wonderful man, right? He's a divine masculine man. Now, what I'm saying is that you have to understand that there are going to be deeper levels of maturation that the both of you are going to come into together. So for example, in my relationship, I went to the depths of sexual healing that I could on my own. Now, when I come into partnership and into union with my partner, I need to now create healthy sex with my partner and healthy sexuality with my partner, right? I'd never done that before. So now that's another layer of maturation that I had to come into with my partner, right? Because I've never experienced safe and healthy sexuality. I experienced it with myself, which had to happen prior, right? I have to create it with myself. Now I'm creating it with him. And that's different, right? So if he expected me to be this deeply able to engage sexually in this deeply empowered goddess energy from the very get-go, he would have been disappointed, right? Because I had to learn how to engage with a partner now sexually in an empowered way. My point of saying this is that know who this man is, love who this man is. If you cannot love who this man is right now and you're just trying to focus on his potential, then that's not going to work. But if you can see exactly what he's built for and then say, okay, this is what I want to build together and this is how it will transform you and this is how it will transform me, then you're in a good spot because there's different levels of maturation as a divine masculine man and as a divine feminine woman. I was in my divine feminine before I met Jeremiah, my partner. However, the level of the divine femininity that I am now in is so vastly more advanced than I was before him It is not even on the same plane. I am so much more advanced, right? So my point is that there's different levels of advancement even within the divine feminine, the divine masculine, right? So if you're trying to find this deeply advanced person, he has to be deeply advanced within the divine masculine, but don't be realistic, right? Look at yourself and see where you're at right? And see where do I want to grow? And then maybe the both of you can grow in that space together, right? And so when you come into this union, it has to be someone that you are deeply understanding where they are, deeply loving where they are, but then you guys can build and come into maturation and deepening and healing together. And so with the divine masculine, at the same as with the divine feminine, there's deeper levels of maturation within that expression. And so where Jeremiah was a year ago, he, same as me, is in a different plane now, like I'm just so vastly more matured within his expression because of our union, right? So our union brought us into the depths of ourselves and brought us into deeper 
maturation within our own expressions. And another aspect you can ask, this is just a baseline, right? Is this relationship healthy? Is seeing, does it make me more myself, right? Usually unhealthy relationships or toxic relationships make us more of who we're not. They bring out more of our wounds. They bring up more of our shadows. We're acting from the space of toxicity. We're acting from our wounds because we're not safe, right? So it makes us someone that we're not or someone who we're not proud to be. Now in healthy relationships, it will make you more of who you are. It will bring you to deeper relationship with yourself. It will bring out deeper levels of yourself. And especially in a conscious relationship, it's going to bring you to a level of yourself that, that is so you that you have not yet experienced. A maturation and a depth of yourself that you have not yet experienced, but that is so holy and so sacred and so beautiful, right? And so this is, I think, where I'm going to leave it for today's episode. And I... If you want to listen to, if you have not listened to my last episode before listening to this one, it might not make sense. So listen to my last one, which is going to be right before this one on my podcast. And, and yeah, and thank you guys so much. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I really enjoyed talking about these topics. So I love you guys so much. Thank you guys so much for listening to my podcast. Go write me a review right now. Write me a review, especially on Apple Podcasts, because on Spotify, I have like a ton of reviews, but on Apple Podcasts, I really would love to have some more reviews so go write me a review follow my instagram victoria duvall follow my tiktok victoria duvall and go subscribe to my youtube as well which is victoria duvall you know the vibes (laughs) so i love you guys if you want to do coaching with me the link is going to be in this description box i love you guys so much i will talk to you soon i'll see you on saturday bye When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.